Rugby League fans, welcome to the NRL Back 3 podcast. Oh, boys, I don't know about you, but gee, I'm feeling rested. Oh, <laughs> round 24 and round 23 for that matter. Geez, I'm uh, feeling pretty good, boys. How are we all feeling? Uh, sorry, Coach, you lost me. What, what day is it today? I think it's a Thursday. Oh, Thursday of this month. Oh, it must mean Father's Day's coming up. Sweet. Okay, I'm onto it. Just uh, recalibrated my day, so I'm thinking I'm good to go. Um, yep, so we're in lockdown here, so every day either feels like a weekday or a weekend. I have no idea what's going on. Really hard to know what the hell I've done on the weekend because it feels like it's been so long. Well, you do gotta love a lockdown drink fest. Now, that was part of the reason we needed those weeks off because every day is a potential for a big night at the moment, and I'm loving it. Now, boys, we did, of course, make like the Melbourne Storm and uh, rest for last weekend. And oh, we came back to some pretty uh, shocking news, team uh, listeners. The radio station have actually come out and told us that we have to change the entire format of the show halfway through the season. Jeez, how NRL is that? <laughs> so things are going to be a little bit different. Stick with us because uh, I think I think they've come up with a far better formula. So hang in there, guys. We'll uh, We'll kick things off with this banger right here. Guys, Joey Manu and his broken eye socket. Squid. What's this all about? Uh, yeah, boy. So as we know, on the weekend, Joey Manu and Latrell Mitchell came up against each other, used to be old teammates, and they have a very unique handshake of how to greet each other. And funnily enough, that handshake is a shoulder to the face from Latrell to Manu. And I think he went a little bit too aggressive, got caught up in the moment, very excited. <laughs> Didn't come off as well as the, what they wanted. But what we're actually going to be talking about is the worst injuries we have had. Now, I had a pretty tragic one when I was a young fella, about 16 years old. Broke my arm playing a game of league, funnily enough, and managed to bend it into the shape of a W and or an <laughs> M, depending on which side you looked at it. But uh, yeah, there was uh, pl- plenty of acute angles going on there. And uh, since then, I've received uh, some plates and screws in my arm. So what happened was I had the ball, ran it up, got tackled, and then sort of blacked out, woke up, and I was like, what's going on? Everyone's like, bro, your arm is fucked. And I looked down and I was like... I really wish I didn't know the alphabet because I knew exactly what that looked like. Well, I can actually fill in the blanks there because I was in this game. So uh, take you back. Me and Squid, 6 and 7 for the Rutherford Thugs uh, first 13. Yeah, boy. So Squid decided to run it from 60 metres out with the last play before halftime and threw a dummy. So I called for the ball. And if he had just thrown it, his career would have been different. But he dummied and got tackled and threw out his wrist and landed on it. Now, the thing is, he got up and the person tackled him first noticed and was like, whoa, what the fuck? And as we looked up, because his hand was angled so far to the right, even though he was holding it in front of him, it looked like he was holding it over his dick. <laughs> so someone yelled out that, has he broke his dick? And then when you start seeing the M or W sign, depending on which side you're on, everyone realized what was happening. So ever since then, uh, Squid took it on himself to make sure that he has always passed me the ball. Now, this is included when we took our careers to the rugby field, where I played first five, he played halfback, and he decided to keep throwing me the ball even when I wasn't looking. If you didn't know, Squid has managed to break both my thumbs um, and dislocated them from just spiraling balls at my thumbs while I wasn't looking. But you know, he has not broken his arm again since. So if he had just passed it that first time, his arm would be fine. If the listeners out there could see Squid's arms... (laughs) There's no reason why you didn't break your thumbs with all those passes. Look at those guns. Look at those guns. <laughs> now, boys, for me, uh, it actually took me 30 years for my first major injury. I uh, broke my collarbone skateboarding of all things. But uh, stopped playing rugby union at the age of 14 because I screwed up my neck. 
which was actually a wrestling accident. So um, thanks to the brother Trob for that. Uh, <laughs> being a super tough guy, though, it went undiagnosed, and uh, I've lived with it ever since. Some people actually still call me, believe this or not, the DCE of my generation. <laughs> <laughs> The funny thing is, is because they call DC the kosher of the rugby league world. It's true. It's true. Sometimes um, they just say that, you know, you shouldn't meet your hero. So for DC's sake, I hope he never has to come and meet you, mate. Who knows? We might get him on this podcast. <laughs> now, another exciting thing happening this week as well, boys, is we've actually got the Super Coach Finals. And guess who's in there? Dun, dun. For the third time in five weeks, we have Coach V LJ. Who would have thunk it? David versus Goliath. Okay, so it's Coach versus LJ, so we need Squid and the fans to pick who they are supporting. So you've got 30 seconds, both Coach and myself, to tell you why you should support us in this final round. So Coach, you're up first since you are the minor premier. Well, there we go. Uh, I have taken out the great title, so you cannot beat the minor premier. The Storm have showcased that for numerous years now, and um, this is actually going to be a really, really close week. LJ, I believe, hasn't uh, made a trade, and he's done quite well for himself. So uh, you're all going to have to tune in. I think we're going to draw more viewers than the women's NRL final, so stay tuned, guys. <laughs> but for me, I can tell you right now that old Coach Politis has come out and guaranteed each player a house as a bit of a bonus if they can come away with the victory. Not sure if that's legal, but hey, what your mama don't know won't hoit. What do you reckon? Oh, he's come out with the houses already. Now, that's that's a strong ploy. It is a coach ploy because he has got trades and cash in the bank. But for me, who doesn't love an underdog story? So I went against the grain and threw out all my trades in the last few rounds. So I have nothing for these playoffs. I shouldn't even be here. This is a Cinderella story of our time. I am average joes <laughs> fuck it i'm betting all the money on myself because we've got it and besides the money i'm betting two fuck that four hikunados on the winner for this game she yet son i've doubled up my double oh we all know how the last one went down guys if you tuned into instagram you saw the double coach nato from uh, the man himself lj so it's really about playing what team you have i can only field 16 potentially 17 at the moment but that's all we need we made it here we're here to take home the crown so, Squid, who you got? Uh, yeah, boys, you guys uh, raise some valid points here towards your teams. LJ, we all do love an underdog story. Dodgeball's a great movie. Great reference. $50,000. It's not that impressive. Brilliant. Love it. Kosh, you know, obviously you've uh, worked your way to the top and you deserve to be here at the grand final. Obviously want to try and sign off a perfect season with a championship win. However, here lies my issue. You're giving away all these houses, mate. Yeah, I don't have one. So for that, I'm going to have to go with the underdog this time. I just hope that uh, he, he can get one out of three ain't bad and uh, get get the W this weekend. So LJ, make it six Hikunators and I'll do two of them if you lose. Fuck it. Who cares about the first two games when you win the third? That's all I'm saying. All right, boys. Well, I guess we'll see. Be sure to tune in to our Instagram for uh, the update on the weekend's games. It's going to be a fantastic grand final. Stay tuned. Now, moving right along, boys, we've actually copped some news. A uh, little bit of a, a whiff of rumours here, and there is a rumour that the Central Coast Warriors will not play a home game back in New Zealand in 2022. <laughs> now, this is a funny one, because 17 of the Warriors players have never actually played a game at their home field of Mount Smart Stadium in New Zealand. That is absolutely cray-cray, boys. Do you think they're actually going to get back home next year, or do you reckon they're destined to be the Central Coast Warriors for yet another year? Well, I have two trains of thought of this. One, would love to see them there, corporate box, or in the stands, and just going hard with the Hiku Natos for every game. 
because we've missed two years so i'm going to be there for every home game from now on out but also i feel like enclosing them all together in one area has actually started providing them with some bit of hope a bit of form we saw last year when Kim Amalo and Fusatua went home, suddenly they started playing better. This year, RTS got sent home and they started playing better again. So we've decided to kick Hiku out now so they can start playing well from now for next season. That's actually a great idea there, LJ. And um, like you say, they have improved this year on last year. Last year, having been a little bit more muddled up with a couple of early home games and stuff, which no one can even remember because it was so bloody long ago. My thing at the moment is with what's going on here, it's probably safer for one to be over in the um, central coast and there's probably a lot better late night antics that they could get up to which is always always going to provide us with some great content as much as i would love them and lj you know i will be there at all these home games with you because mate, we've got so many drunken things to abuse at these players in real life and not just on the tv i got so much i need to get off my chest these boys aren't <laughs> going to know it hit them after three seasons of, of not hearing it so uh I am excited for that. So hopefully we get one game next year. I have a lot of constructive feedback yeah. that I need to tell the players in the midst of their game. <laughs> it's definitely not going to benefit if it's in a strongly worded email. So it has to be yelled at the game at that same time. It's going to be better than WrestleMania, boys. It's going to be loud. It's going to be proud. It's going to be feral. Oh, geez. It's going to be awesome. Woodstock's flowing. Woo. Now, lads, off to another new segment that we've got into our new formatted podcast this week taking place in the borough and this is Rabbitoh's replacement. Now we have touched on the Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu handshake that went horribly awry um, and the judiciary of the NRL seemed to think that that was not all playful and there was maybe some intent to it. So they've actually suspended Latrell Mitchell for what happened on the field even though you know like Joey Manu's um, been seen in hospital given the thumbs up they don't know that it was actually Latrell that took that photo. So it's all good stuff everyone's in high spirits. However, the Rabbitohs do have to replace Latrell Mitchell. At first, I was finding this news pretty hard to chew, but uh, they've named Blake Taffy to replace Latrell. And you know what? I'm not going to sugarcoat this, guys. It could be a pretty sweet replacement. <laughs> He's good for a short burst of energy, but could fade out pretty quickly at the same time. You know what? Oh, can he make a difference? <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to wait and see and see if he gets his just desserts and win the game for the Rabbitohs. It's, uh, it's going to be one to watch, boys. Well, I actually heard uh, that he's only playing the game because he's uh, one of those Make-A-Wish kids. Now, before you shoot me down, he isn't even sick, which is the issue. His mum is a Karen. <laughs> Karen by trade, Karen by name. And it's complained that they will not pick his kid to get a wish. So his wish is to let old Taffy play a game. So now we have a 100 kilo fullback, sun-dried, or 120 kilo dripping wet, playing as fullback for the weekend. And you know what? I'm for it. Get yourself into the team no matter what. Do whatever it takes, right? Now, on top of that as well, the coach isn't a big fan of halfbacks, to be honest. He's... Hold on. Who is who is this coach again? Uh, Wayne, Wayne Bennett, bro. Holy shit, is he still alive? <laughs> I thought he was like 105, <laughs> dripping wet or something. <laughs> Taffy's really popular at Wayne Bennett's retirement home, so that's how it came about after Googling it. He's like, sweet Taffy it is. I love it. Let's go. Big fan. <laughs> big, big fan. Now, speaking about old people that some of us may have thought weren't around anymore and potentially need a rest... Our next segment, resting players. Are you for it or against it? So it's the last round of the season and teams are resting players. Squid, what are your thoughts? Personally, I don't see the point because you still want to be able to keep all those combinations and everything that you've worked on together. Uh, and why would you risk wanting to throw that all away just by resting a couple of players, bringing some other players in, potentially losing the game, risking of losing all the form that you guys have developed and momentum that you guys get on? 
I know a lot of people say, oh, it doesn't really matter because the players aren't there, yada, yada. But having that week off just gives you that less game time on the field. And it's all about game fitness. And this time of the year, once we get into these finals, all the intensity gets upped. You need to be fitter. You need to be strong. You need to be all that just to be able to go week in, week out. You know what, Squid? I have to 100% disagree with you there. You know, sometimes people just need to rest this late in the season. Last week of the season, just have a bit of rest, get a few massages, maybe not play your big name players. Maybe just let them cool at home with their family. Maybe we'll spend some quality time with your wife or partner of 11 months. Well, well, Lee, hang on a second, mate. I feel like there's some form of like ulterior motive here. The Sharks do play the Storm this weekend. What's going on, mate? <sighs> Okay, so I actually hate resting players, but what a time to do it if I did like it. <laughs> Come on, Storm. I heard you're only resting five. Fuck it, you could ramp that right up to 15, play the ball boy, anything, you know? Sharks game Friday night, really looking forward to it. Hopefully the Sharks can do something and maybe win a game. I mean, how good would it for uh, the Melbourne Storm to have 17 fresh players come week one of the finals, right, LJ? <laughs> yeah, amazing. Some would say that might help them in the finals. I would say that. Yeah, well, I am noticing a lot of teams are resting players this week. It's actually phenomenal. And yep, there you go, the Warriors. They've actually rested Big Bad Chad, Chad Townsend. Jeez, <laughs> got to let them uh, freshen up for Mad Monday where they're all going up to the Gold Coast for a big all-you-can-eat dinner up at the Hooters and then follow that up with <laughs> the Australian Outback Spectacular Musical that's going on coming up this week, actually. So buy your tickets now. <laughs> and of course, they've got to prep old Prince Hiku and Big Bad Chad on their trade up to the Cowboys too. So that's going to be phenomenal for them get the little bit of life experience before that big move oh, what a week good on you warriors yeah well he's got to rest those weary legs <laughs> now we're off to a brand new segment called uh games to watch i believe it is <laughs> and i'm going to kick it off this weekend with the warriors versus the titans there's two things i love to see in the nrl weekend every weekend it is the warriors win and the titans lose <laughs> now for father's day gift they're throwing two and one for me and at 4 p.m this sunday or six beers past 10 a.m now because of lockdown drinking rules that is when the game kicks off so hopefully the warriors can bring it home and knock those titans out of the playoffs oh that'd be good to watch yeah i must make a confession here lads these early lockdown rules and Warriors games aren't really wearing that fear for me. Uh, so the first game, she calls it a quotation marks accident, but my hand got accidentally slammed in the drawer in the kitchen. And then um, <laughs> after last weekend's game, I actually ended up getting my top knot cut off while FaceTiming some friends and then woke up the next morning. I was like, hey, what's going on here? And apparently it was all my idea and I was all for it, but here we are. So I'm not too sure. I don't want to go in and break any of these uh, lockdown rules because, you know, you've got to keep your distance. You've got to stay at home and you have to drink before lunchtime. So if it is what it is, I'll do it. I'm just worried about what's going to be the, my third strike in three weeks. We'll find out next week, I guess. Uh, I've just had some breaking news coming from our uh, producer. Just uh, getting that right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, is there actually a before and after photo of this um, haircut there, Squid? Because our producer's actually saying that you look more like Peter Huku right now, now that you've got the head, uh, head chopped off. <laughs> I could actually be Peter Hickel in transition from the Warriors up to the Cowboys, you know, because oh. um, if I'm not playing this weekend, then um, it's because it's such a long journey up to Townsville. <laughs> well, that actually takes me back to Magic Round, the inaugural Magic Round, to be fair. And uh, me and Squid were walking around with our Warriors jersey, celebrating a win. As we start walking around the Concord, some drunk people come up and they're like, holy shit, it's Hiku, Hiku, come <laughs> sign this Hiku. We're like, nah, man, he's not Hiku. Like, he's at least two meters taller than Hiku. Like, it's definitely not Hiku. And he's like, it's a Hiku. 
and they just wouldn't leave us alone. So <laughs> these guys got some photos with Hiku. Hiku signed some stuff and uh, he bought them some beers. Man, I can't believe that Hiku's nickname is Squid as well. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are the odds? Now, boys, my game to watch this week is the Panthers versus the Eels. Now, both teams at full strength, winning halfback combinations, massive back threes, and uh, both forward packs at full strength. Ooh, Kosh. Have to interrupt there, but the Eels have decided to rest half their squad after winning one game. Oh, fuck, not them too. Oh, well, they're going to lose anyway. They're going to get smashed. So I guess this now gives Brad Frownface an excuse why they lost leading into the finals. <laughs> Joke's on them, guys. Old B-Red Frownface at it again with his tricks. <laughs> So my game this weekend, boys, is Raiders versus the Roosters. Now, this is the opening game of the last round. A lot riding on it. The Raiders need that win, need to improve their for and against to try and clinch that eighth spot. Now, whether they do or don't, we'll know what the Sharks have to do the following night. And the Roosters really want to try and pick up a win, finish fifth if they can, and try and play against the lowest placed team, be that Raiders again or the Sharks. Now here is definitely a fan favourite, one that they're calling for every week. It is the Hiku Fan Zone. So we're back at it again with the Hiku Fan Zone, and I'm going to kick it off. So I'm not going to lie, I'll throw it out there. I was not a big fan of Peter Hiku for the first part of the season. It was up until, I think it was round eight last year, where suddenly we were watching the games. Hiku had done a terrible performance, and then I threw a bet out on the line. If Hiku scores a try, I'll smash my drink. He scored a try. I was like, well, if he scores two, I'll smash my drink again. He did another one. I go, fuck it. If he scores a third, I'm going to shotgun my can. And believe it or not, this is Hiku's first ever hat trick for the Warriors. And that started the drinking phenomenon that then became the Hiku Nadu. But it started off with a shotgun. Uh, so the wife was away. The wife and the daughter was away. Squid was at my house. He's like, shotgun the can for me. Stabbed the bourbon. Suddenly bourbon everywhere. Smashed it. Finished it. Forgot about it. Thought I cleaned it up. Two weeks later, my wife's like, is that bourbon drips on the roof? <laughs> I was like, oh, oh no. Uh, I think the can sprayed. So I cleaned it up. Then a week later, she's like, is that bourbon on the blinds as well? <laughs> uh, so I had to clean that. But that took a bit of the time. But ever since since then, we have now introduced the Hikunado, which is when you drink in a spinning motion, and as you drink more and more, you start to spin up to celebrate and finish with a smile. But there is an alternative known as the Sadnado, which is when Hikunado drops it or the Warriors lose, where you drink slowly as you spin. Really just sets the mood, you know? Happy Nado or Slow Nado, but... Ah, the Hiku fan zone is going to be disappointed when he's up there in the Cowboys. Yes, the Hiku fan zone. Well, this one brings back a lot of memories. And uh, you know what? Hiku, got to show him a little bit of appreciation here now as well. And he's been a massive influence on the younger players. No one encapsulates the Rocks and Diamonds playbook as much as the Prince Peter Hiku. Tavaga, Ashford, and the great Sean Johnson, wherever he may be these days, all <laughs> took inspiration from the great one. You know what, Hiku? Thank you so much. It's been a great three or four years. Oh, I can't wait for a consistent performance from our players on the field now, moving forward. 2022. Oh, it's going to be our year, boys. Good luck, Cowboys. What I am really going to miss with Hiku traveling north and not being in the Warriors, all those things that he does on the field, like the drop balls and the missed tackles and the brain explosions, just not having that on the field is just really going to, you know, it's really going to grate me as a Warriors fan. So I'm not too sure how I'm going to move on, but I can't wait to see who's going to fill in those footsteps. Oh, he's just going to be sorely missed all round, boys. But uh, let's move right along to TAB time. T -T -B. T -T -B. 
Now, boys, TAB time. So it is the last round of the season, which means we've only got one more Thursday night game. So obviously, I'm backing my boy Josh Morris to get four tries to send off his last regular season game with a bang. Jesus. <laughs> four tries. You've caught it. Fuck it. He, he might even get four in the first half. You know what? Put it on that. Four in the first half. Roosters win. Good. Who you got? Jeez, LJ, that seems like one of the wildest wild cards I've ever heard so far this season. That's crazy for the first half. Now, boys, I'm going to put my money on CNK, old Chansey, coming back from that neck injury. He's played a little bit of minutes, played really well, actually a bit of a game changer for the Raiders. Although Rapana got a lot of the props last week, it actually didn't happen until Chance came in, played fullback, pushed Rapana out to his wing and all that sort of stuff. And he's come back from a neck injury, so it's really good to just see him back on the field. You know, he's got his first start, last game of the round, Kiwi boy. I just want to see him go hard and just play well, and I reckon he'll be in for first try no doubt Ooh, juicy juicy stuff i like it uh, for me boys kosher's wild card for this weekend well roosters raiders you cannot go past jared waiwera hargreaves jwh <laughs> he is guaranteed for a sin binning not a try <laughs> he's going to be sent off at least 10 of course, he's upset after his brother Manu went to the hospital after his old eye bashing, and uh, he's coming out to remove some heads. So <laughs> chuck down a couple of houses on that one. You're probably going to have to call the TAB for this to create that market. But you're going to go win yourself a fantastic neighborhood. Probably probably two, actually. Oh, it's a guarantee, boys. It's a guarantee. JWH, let's go. That's actually a really good call there, Coach. JWH really took it to heart about what happened to Manu on the weekend. And it's been caught on camera. Apparently, he really he stared into Latrell's soul, and he's like, "Mate, as soon as you get back on the field, I am effing you up." And he's probably just going to pick somebody else at random this weekend. Maybe Papali'i as the you know the big bopper in the middle, because we're all about big boys slapping beef. And he's like, "Mate, you're my target man," because I just need to get out this frustration and do the damage. Heads will roll. Ooh, literally, literally, heads will roll. Now, boys, one of the side effects of old Squiddy going on these drinking binges, um, with not actually being able to party and celebrate with everyone, I start trying to get on the old FaceTimes and all that sort of stuff late at night, and I actually ended up talking to one of my mates in Canada, who is a native to Canada, so he is Canadian. Big <laughs> wow. Shock horror, right? Big ice hockey fan, supports the Toronto Maple Leafs, but I actually got him switched onto the old potty, listened to a couple on his way to work the, the next day and said, Mate, you guys are actually pretty funny. I just don't know anything about League. So who, who do I support if I want to start following this great game that you guys love so much? He goes, I don't want to support the Bulldogs because they sound like they're a sack of shit. And he's like, I don't want to support the <laughs> Melbourne Storm because, you know, it's it's too easy. It's too cliche just to pick the best and support the best. I'm going to have to stop you there. I think I know. So I've got a few follow-up questions. Does he hate watching League in September? <laughs> I, I, I think ice hockey is quite pronounced in September, so you might not have a lot of league time uh, put aside in September. Good, good. Is his favourite number nine? I haven't asked him his favourite number, but... I think Wayne Grishku was 99, if that counts for anything. Oh, so he's, so he's a big fan of nine then. Maybe. He's double the fan of nine. Yep, okay, cool. And you know, is, is his life so high that he might need a little bit of disappointment in his life just to bring him back down to earth? He has definitely had a lot of luck in his life, I think. Definitely seems to have it probably too easy, if, you know, if I'm being honest with you. You know what? Bam it. Done. West Tigers. <laughs> West Tigers fan if I've ever heard one. Tell him right now he's a West Tigers fan. Don't even know if I need to talk to anyone else. Sorted. Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's Canadian, right? Correct. 
aren't there whole entire police force like all those mounty dudes or something you know with the funny little hats and all the moose and stuff yeah and they're always trying to like trying, trying to chase down like yogi bear and all that sort of carry on yeah yeah well that surely he's a panther supporter right living up in the mountains uh <laughs> are the mountains blue in canada <laughs> if you can actually get below the snow i think they are blue but because no one's seen that in such a long time who, who even knows well of course the mountains are blue in sydney so he's got to be a panther supporter he's right there it's written all over him i think either way uh, he's going to be a big cat fan is that what you're saying big cat fan <laughs> just one other thing lj the funny thing is about the team that you've picked other than uh, old wifey, I think he's the biggest Harry Potter fan that I know. So maybe it's the Voldemorts, you could be onto something there. Who knows? <laughs> Lock it in. Let us know. We might have to send him a jersey or something. Let's uh, see how we go. Well, that sums this podcast up. And uh, listeners, you're going to have to let us know, see if the bean flickers were right and <laughs> whether this format works better. I hope uh, everyone's enjoyed it. Anyway, thank you so much. Don't forget, share this on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. And we'll see you guys right here for the footy finals right here next week on the NRL Back 3 podcast. Woodstock's blowing. Woo!